1: What is up everybody? Welcome to the show. Hammer in the building. What up, Hammer? Feels so good to be back.
2: What up? What up? I know I missed last week. I was, uh, not only was I a little bit busy, but I was still feeling the effects of my Packers going down in defeat. I know that was uh, a week ago. We just passed championship week, but I was feeling it, man. I know I didn't get a chance to talk about it last Tuesday, but yeah, it's good to be back.
1: We talked about it you skipped out on it.
2: Nah man it just wasn't I I was so emotional uh, and like I said I know th- this this past week I I could imagine how Lions fans feel you know what I mean going going virtually through a, a similar situation where you felt like you were the better team so um it was definitely rough but at the end of the day definitely proud of my team at the you know when it's all said and done you can feel good about the future but um hell of an interesting championship week I should say
1: yeah, very. We'll get t- talking into the games. Um, and today we're going to be doing our quarterback rankings. Yeah. Tiers. This is, is going to be spicy. Broke them down into tears. It's going to be very spicy, um, especially a little bit at the top because there's a lot of conversation around, you know, three, four, five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that whole area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got it broken down a certain way, but we'll kind of coincide together and yeah, see buddy. what we can agree with. And uh and get going here, but in the meantime, I mean, spark up, relax for a little bit, ask some questions, we're here, rolling, Barry in the house, what up, Bogey in the house, what's goody, Isaac, bogey. what up, Isaac, forget those 49ers, Bogey, yeah, those lucky ass motherfuckers, um, but uh, Lamar, Disappointed, yeah. I mean, listen, you're going up against Mahomes, though. I mean, oh, no, 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 he definitely, he so, definitely disappointed for sure. But I mean, you, that's what we always do. We did, we did anybody really expect them to win? I, they were favored, bro, by four and a half points at home. Oh, fuck I, if I they understand. were favored or not.
2: I, no, 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 I understand it, there's so many factors that they're taking it into. Number one, obviously, Mahomes didn't have a great season, right? The receivers were dropping a ton of passes. Offensively, they weren't as good. Um, you know, they really, outside of Rasheed Rice, who could you really count on? Obviously, Kelsey there. But th- that offense was completely different than w- what we've accustomed to to having to C. And Baltimore was at home. Baltimore had probably a top two defense. You can argue one or two, you know, San Francisco, Cleveland, etc. Good defenses, but... You couldn't tell me, and Lamar was playing really well. Like He wasn't putting up gaudy statistics, but, bro, Baltimore was averaging 28 points per game over the course of the entire season. They scored 10, dude, 10. You can't tell me that if you're the Baltimore Ravens or you're a Ravens fan and Kansas City only scores 17, you don't expect Lamar to get you 20?
1: Well, I mean – it just feels like they didn't do what they do. Like, they didn't run the football. hmm Like, yeah. why wouldn't you, especially in a close game where it's not really like no high-scoring, like, why are we it trying was never to... more than,
2: It was never more than a two-possession game. Never. The you entire know. game, it was never more than a two-possession game. Yeah, you so, know, Zay Flowers made some mistakes, but they still, you know, were right there. Lamar threw the interception in the end zone. say Flowers fumbled it, obviously, in the end zone. So... But but when it's all said and done, if Lamar Jackson, he's the I think most people agree that he's he's going to win the MVP. If you're Lamar Jackson, you're the MVP. It falls on your shoulders. You got those you got you got those legs like nobody else pause in the NFL where you could run. And and I got to make sure I preface that now. But you're the best running quarterback in the NFL like the most dynamic guy with his, you know, using his legs to to pick up yards and, and make plays and do all that stuff. You're telling me that that you, if Lamar throws 40 times, I'm happy if I'm the Chiefs, if Lamar's throwing the football 40 times. I think he's a good uh, thrower of the football. I don't think he's a great thrower of the football. And I think once the Chiefs went up by 14 points, they started feeling the pressure.
1: I mean, Baltimore's rushing. I mean, Gus Edwards, yeah. three carries. Yeah. Justice Hill, yeah. three carries. Flowers, yep. two carries. I mean, How Hill's been kind, kind of the have. receiving back. He's kind of interesting for next year, uh, Justice Hill, Lamar being the carries. kind of receiving back now.
2: Yeah, bro, that – they just, like you said, they went away from their identity, and I think Russell chimed in as well. And most people agree, right, that the statistics are proven right there. L- Lamar shouldn't be throwing it 37 times. Lamar should be throwing it 25 most. And there should be thirty-five r- rushes. Andrew's so, just coming back, kind of too. No, that that still means nothing to me. Honestly, I understand Andrew's coming back. You want to get him the ball a little bit. He only had two targets. Yeah. Nope. Well, I'm, I'm not saying a healthy a healthy
1: Mark Andrews.
2: I mean, maybe you can you can make that argument, but at the same time, nope. You are Lamar, you're at home in the AFC championship game with a defense that's playing, you know, historically well over the past decade and the chiefs only get 17 and your Lamar Jackson at home, you can't get me 20 that that's on Lamar all the way around for sure. You could throw the offensive coordinator in there.
1: Yeah, I guess you could do that too. And then going to the other side, like what we've been waiting for Kelsey all season for fantasy purposes. Now he decides to, you know, maybe he's healthier. Maybe exactly. Maybe, maybe he's healthier now. He's kind of been lingering all season. Um, you know, with injuries. So you know, Pacheco gets the ball 24 times on the ground. I mean, I like that though. They controlled. No, that. that was good. That they, they didn't need to do. They uh, didn't need to do much one, else. The
2: one thing we've learned in these playoff games is the turnovers are magnified. And you like can't beat tur- Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> The the turnovers are magnified, right? Patrick Mahomes is supposed to lose. Uh, people thought people thought Miami actually had a chance. I never thought that playing in Kansas City, but Buffalo. Right? Was he supposed to go on the road and beat Buffalo? Well,
1: In Buffalo? you know what? You know what? Buffalo reminds me of Buffalo reminds me of the NBA version of LeBron versus Toronto, where Toronto just could not get past him and just lost to them every single year. But they had pretty much like the best record; they were really yeah. good and just yeah. couldn't get past them. And that's the Bills are just facing this Patrick hey, Mahomes I mean, and the Chiefs that right. just and they had the home field this time. They just can't get over the damn hump.
2: No, I and listen. That bill's game and I know I didn't get a chance to talk about the divisional games and I don't want to go too crazy into it because I'm sure you covered it whatever but the bills are the bills played well like the bills played well enough to win that game. <laughs> The Chiefs just have Mahomes. It's that simple, right? They have Mahomes and Kelsey, and, and credit, credit, credit to Rasheed Rice, man. He's really emerged. Not only was he fantastic in the regular season, but he's carried that over a little bit here into the playoffs. I know he had a solid game, um, eight eight grabs on nine targets for forty six. Obviously, it was the Traps Kelsey show, but I think they found a nice a nice player to to add with Rasheed Rice, um, you know, f- for Kansas City. But listen, like you said. Kansas City has Mahomes. Nobody else does. And that gives him a shot to win the Super Bowl every single year. I mean,
1: we don't need Tyreek Hill. It's all right. We just go out it's and ridiculous. win the Super Bowl. It's you ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know what? We don't need Juju either. We're going to still get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> mvs mvs is making contested catches now in the playoffs all of a sudden guys, like what what mvs what, what a waste right Dude. right
3: They had the so. one
1: big catch that one clutch catch um See, that's, that's all, all that, that they, that's all it takes that's all they needed um but they do desperately need some kind of fucking outside wide receiver he can't throw the ball like outside the numbers the like yeah yeah <laughs> you know or even downfield at that but um Bogart's secret girlfriend what would you offer to the Bears from the I'm drop number 18? Not 18. We have 11. Uh, we have 11, I believe. Um, yes, we have a pick 11. So it's going to cost a fucking arm and leg if we want to get all the way up to one. Oh, I don't know necessarily if firsts. we need to go to one. Like, we don't Probably know what Chicago is going to want to do. But do they move back? I mean, but who else would trade us? Like, Washington needs a QB. New England needs a QB. I mean...
2: Arizona, you know, Washington four?
1: decides to go with some kind of uh, they can't even really go like Kirk ain't going back to Washington. Right. I mean, because there's talks of They're us moving drop. up to get like a Jaden Daniels.
2: Yeah, but that's going to cost you future capital.
1: You know, we got to do what we got to do if we have a chance to get somebody. I think Kirk is asking for like two years, 90 mil or something like that. That's crazy
2: coming off the chasers
1: what up chasers it was a good season yeah it was definitely a definitely a good season Mahomes doesn't look good dink and duck offense because he's got to deal with what he's got they don't have anybody really to take over, you know to to take over the top like they have nobody to stretch the defense like you know like cheetah did right So even last year they changed it to more of a dink and dunk they can't he just has to do what he has to do because they're playing that deep cover too where or or they're playing some kind of zone where, you know, he's got no choice. Tr- that's like why Rashid Rice has been awesome. Like there's a lot of zone that's being played against him. Rashid Rice is just finding those spots and sitting in them. And Mahomes is extending plays and then being able to find guys
2: and give Mahomes credit because he's made the adjustment right without Tyreek Hill like the numbers aren't as gaudy fantasy wise I think he was QB eight this year you know so give Mahomes and Andy Reid a ton of credit by being able to adjust and say hey Mahomes you don't have to make every Superman play right because that defense is fantastic all of a sudden so Mm -hmm. Mahomes goes out there he gets you 17 and you win like 5 years ago that wasn't the case. Mahomes had to put up 30 plus on a regular basis for them to win. So they the, the combination of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes has really done a nice job adjusting to the players that they have and and the you know what they have to do to go win games. Hey, Mahomes go get us 17-20, our defense can hold them to 17 or less and we're going to win games and they're in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in 5 years.
1: Jamie, what up, Jamie? Yeah, and they're able to run the ball for you know once and forever. Like they haven't been able, they haven't had a defense or run game really. So yep. Yep. you know, how many passes Mahomes last year or touchdown passes did he have from like you know, really close? hmm inside the five, ten yard line. There was a ton. So McManus missed everything. That one week I needed five points. Oh fuck. Yeah, definitely should have ran Lamar. Hey, more. Don't 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 get me started about kicking. Because right. I've had it with picking this year. There's Ru- Russell says the same thing. 12 rushing plays all game. Yep. Right. It's yep. crazy. Chris- Crispy in the building. What up, Crispy? Yeah, I mean, for fantasy purposes, Lamar is is, is fine. I mean, I'm not worried about him in that case. And I'm, they're not going out and getting anybody better either. So it, it is what no, it is. They're no, going to no. have Lamar. He's got the bag.
2: They're, they, they've got a good team. They're going to – they'll probably be in the AFC championship, you know, game next year somewhere around that divisional. They're going to be – they're going to be really good again. It's just, can they, same questions we have about Buffalo. Can you get over Patrick Mahomes? Like, can you overcome him and Andy Reid and the combination of what they're putting out there?
1: Yeah, that's true too. Huss says, uh, you know, that fumble at that half yard line that need made. I mean, if they get a touchdown yep. there, I mean, are we talking differently? It's a whole different game, right? So, And if you remember, Zay Flowers
2: had that that taunting penalty before on that drive so so sneed had a little extra motivation and then cut his ahead and made the play and then went ahead and made the play so yeah no there's you can look at every single playoff game and break it down to a few plays that are you know uh that that can decide the game especially turnover worthy plays so Mm -hmm. uh, i definitely agree with that
1: sure swift been riding kelsey on top to save his legs for the
2: playoffs that, Jamie, that, that, that smooth, Jamie, that sounds like a Diaz. That, that's, that sounds like something Diaz would say.
1: Tony turmoil, Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Tony now. I mean, Bunch of nothing in literally like droppable at this point. I mean, he ain't getting nothing for him. No Russell says it's so coaching. Ravens played right in Steve back's hands. If you don't run the ball, you can't draw the safeties up. Yeah. Press coach on the receivers. Let him bliss Lamar all game. Raymond's made the game about Lamar versus Mahomes. Yeah, that's true. Mm hmm. That's true. For sure. You don't want Caleb to throw to Addison? I mean, I would say JJ. I wouldn't highlight Addison, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. I mean, Caleb said Vikings are one of the teams he'd want to play for, but, you know, are we willing to go give up the capital? I mean,. At this point, you can say, like, maybe we are. Like, we do have a young team. You know, we got Hawkinson. We got Addison. We got JJ. Defense played a lot better this year. I mean, do we want to go out and, and get a rookie quarterback? I mean, only problem with that is they've got to learn the system, right? Kirk was playing better, like, had one of his best years, like, pretty much he was having yep. before he got injured. So, you know, do you want to run it back with Kirk for two more years and say, hey, like, we know we're we're contenders, like, when we have Kirk. You know, or do we just say maybe there's not much of a difference between Kirk and Caleb or Jaden Daniels, uh, you know, because of all the talent that we have on offense? I think I, I think my biggest issue with that is, is that
2: they are such a veteran team, you know, f- from the core players standpoint to ask a rookie to come in there and get you over the top seems like a lot. Um. So I I don't know how feasible that is on top of uh, what you said was how much capital we're going to have to get to give up, forget number one, right? How about moving up to two or three? Because all three of those teams most likely need a quarterback. Obviously the bears are a little more interesting with Justin Fields. So there's some, you know, there's some play there, but the two or the three don't seem like options just because, Washington and New England seem like they desperately need a quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if we we would go up and get pick one like that's from Chicago, that's, right? Yeah, I don't know if we go up to one. Maybe we wait to see what Chicago does, and then maybe we make a move from there, depending what they do. Mm-hmm. Because if Washington and New if Chicago doesn't go QB and then Washington and New England go QB, that still leaves us with one. You know, or do we stay put and re sign Kirk and then draft like a Penix or a McCarthy? I don't know if they're going to go that high in the draft, but I don't know re-sign, if we are going to the second round but, and then just kind of have it him is. sit. And then have him sit a year or two, because those are, I mean, guys that need some kind of work anyway. So, right. That'd be interesting as well. Yeah, no,
2: I agree. I think I think the more realistic option is kind of what you said, where if you could get up to if you could get Chicago's pick at nine or something like that. and, And and get a quarterback that you can afford to sit two years, maybe. Right. Have Kirk in there for two years have a rookie, you know, on a rookie contract. Yeah. yeah. That's the more, that's the more realistic option than going up to one.
1: I don't know if we'd have to, if we would even want to move up to nine. Like, I don't think the Jets are going to take a QB at 10. Like I said, I don't know if Penix and and McCarthy are going to go that high. Like they could, but I I don't know. There's got to be one of the three big dogs. Otherwise we wait until, you know, maybe we move up. You know, in the back end of the first, if there's still the QBs available, or the second round, maybe we make sure we grab one of those guys and then resign Kirk. So, right.
2: So the so the mock draft on ESPN or not ESPN? This is I think ESPN. Ajace, um has the Vikings at eleven taking an edge rusher, and then JJ McCarthy going twelve to the Broncos. So that's interesting.
1: Seeing one where yeah we take Penix at eleven and then Denver takes uh, McCarthy at at twelve. I mean we're not there's still so much time. We don't know what's gonna happen. I, we don't even know if these guys are gonna be first round. I mean from watching that like everybody pretty much watched that championship game, right? I mean Penix didn't look awesome and McCarthy fucking barely threw the ball. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the Giants are interesting because the Giants, you've got Arizona. And we don't Chargers know what's going to happen up five. top, but you've got, right, Marvin Harrison's going to go pretty much in the top four. Do the Chargers grab like a neighbors or do they grab Bowers. a Bowers? Or do the Giants grab neighbors? Like there's a few different, uh, you know, there's a few creeping up as well. Like. You know, does Tennessee grab fucking a neighbors? Who yeah. knows how long he's going to last? I mean, it depends what these teams are going to do up here. But, I mean, we could have two wide receivers in the top ten, in the top five possibly.
2: Yep, depending on what uh, the Chargers do at five, I think is the real. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to see the dominoes drop. If they draft neighbors, then Bowers might, you know, Bowers has a that that will be an interesting situation. Do 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 they flip flop? Right now, I see Chargers taking Bowers, and then it has the Giants at six taking Neighbors, which I I kind of like that to be honest with you. Um, they need a guy out there catching passes right from Daniel Jones next season.
1: Them LSU receivers, boy, they're pretty well, good. Move up to one if anything.
2: Well, it, it, it depends because I think team it could be Washington or new England because they have the two and the three respectively. So they, it wouldn't, you know, it still takes some more on top of that, but those are the teams that could possibly move up to one to get, if they really want Caleb, you could see Washington trading with the bears, Washington trading And obviously they, they, the bears would go to two and then Washington would add maybe a third on top of it, something like that. So, you know, Those are the teams that make the most sense and have the ammunition with the current two and three picks, respectively, Washington and New England. But crazier things have been done, right? Carolina last year, right? So,
1: I mean, we've got what? Kirk, basically, that would be available. Russ, right? Jimmy G. You've got Atlanta that could, you would imagine. Atlanta has got to sign somebody or draft. They're at eight.
2: Atlanta's a sneaky team to be mindful of to move up because they already have pretty much all the other sure. skill positions in place. So if they give up the eighth Atlanta pick and a, and a couple of picks next year, you know, a number one next year and a three this year, some some combination of picks like the Atlanta could be a real interesting team to move up into that top three and, and say, fuck it. We're just going to grab a young quarterback with our young skill position players to begin with a very solid defense, a pretty solid O-line and then go from there. So I think Atlanta could be uh, an interesting play.
1: Then Chicago would have the 8-9. Mm-hmm.
2: Plus, whatever they get on top of Atlanta, they're probably going to get their mm-hmm. one next year.
1: Really great defense. Baltimore could win a title with Trent Dilfer. Yeah. We've seen yeah, but, no, we've seen numerous like okay or not really good QB. I mean, you know, we talk about Mark Sanchez all the time. Like, well, hold on, you, know, hold you on. can ride I, a good D, but I got it. I got it. Well,
3: whoa,
1: whoa,
2: whoa. <laughs> clip it, clip. That is gold. Clip that bitch. We got, oh, we got him. Shit. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah. I mean, um, what I was just gonna say really quick about um. Bo Sox forever's his comment is over the last essentially decade and a half what okay quarterback has what nick Foles comes to mind but outside of that you're you need an elite quarterback in today's game to go out and win the super bowl now brock purdy you can make the argument he's in the super bowl certain guy like jimmy g got to a super bowl but to actually win it you need those elite quarterbacks, you know what I mean? So for for the most part, I know Eli Manning had a little bit of a run there in the in the late two thousands. Um, but outside of that, right, you're talking Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, like those those are the guys you need to be able to get the big one um bring it home.
3: mm
1: mm-hmm. say neighbors. Yeah, for Doonsay goes that high too. I mean uh... So they have a Duneze going
2: to the Bears at nine, which I think is very, very interesting on this particular month.
1: Mm-hmm. It could be. And the seed could go after a wide receiver, too. Yeah, there's a few teams yeah. there. Yeah. Drake May. I like Drake May, but Jaden Daniels has got that rushing upside where, yep. you know, you know they're saying Lamar, the next Lamar Jackson type. Uh, I mean, he, and he even threw though, like what? Mm-hmm. What do you have like forty tuddies last year? I think to like five picks four. or something like that. Four. Four. Forty to four. Yep. <laughs> and 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 if you look at his, I don't have it pulled up right here, but if you look at, it, if do you have his stats pulled up there, like. The last yeah. three years, he's gotten better every single year. Like he's 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 done better and gotten better every single year. So you see the progression there mm-hmm. as well. So he mm.
2: so he went from to 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 your point two years ago, he had 10 touchdowns, 10 interceptions two hundred twenty three eighty one 2381 uh, passing yards. Last year, you kind of saw a little bit of what he could do, where he had twenty nine hundred yards, 17 touchdowns, only three interceptions. And then last year, obviously, 3,800 yards, 40 touchdowns, four picks. Like, I, And I think a big thing for NFL scouts is protect the ball, right? Like if you could protect the football and, and not turn it over and you're super athletic on top of it, that's why he's projected to go in the top three. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, yeah, I do like May, but he'd be my QB three right now. I, I'd have to put Daniels ahead of him. Um, but make us sling the ball i mean he's a he's a big guy he's not he's not small in any sense so
2: six four two thirty yeah so i i
1: I mean i like him i I think if he finds himself in a good situation like he he could be good i mean he didn't play as good this year as he did in 22 right 38 tutties Mm -hmm. you know and then this past year went to 24 um and you saw a little bit of uh come back with uh caleb williams as well where his last season wasn't as good as the year before
2: yeah for sure but to be honest with you these guys are virtually going in the top three Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know what i mean i think caleb is going to go number one but between may and daniels i think we had some We had some similar things with with Stroud and uh, Bryce Young last year, right? Like, which guy do you like, what style, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So we had that same conversation. And if you remember, I said I like Stroud. And you could go back and look at some of the older Mm -hmm. videos we did. I said I like Stroud over Bryce Young just because of the size, the arm strength, like the rushing upside, I wasn't, you know, I didn't really factor in Bryce Young really doesn't run a ton. He's a tiny, you know, a smaller type guy anyway, but I just liked, <coughs> I like CJ Stroud's profile a little bit more than I liked Bryce Young's. Now, to be fair, CJ Stroud went to a pretty solid situation as it turned out. We didn't think it would be that mm-hmm. way, but, um, but yeah, I think it, listen, like you, you've been saying this for a while. It's a crapshoot, right? Like, <laughs> We don't know how these guys are gonna turn out, and the situation matters that they go to,
1: and I still do like Bryce Young, I think he's a very good kind of guy that you can get late where you don't you don't gotta pay much or you could draft him late mm-hmm. enough where you know if he pans out he pans out, but yeah, I mean the situation obviously sucked, but yeah, but we'll see <clears throat> we'll see what happens uh where they get drafted. It's more of a Stroud B.S. Richardson for the May versus uh, Stroud. Richards. yeah.
2: Yeah. Like if you're talking, you know, prototypes and stuff like that, then I, I would agree with that. Let's see if I could get into the Jaden uh... Jaden. Jaden Daniels isn't a small dude. He's six.
1: No, no, he's not. 10. He's not. I... Yeah, he's not. He's big. Yeah,
2: so Caleb is the smallest guy out of those three for
1: Uh the most part. But he's the most, like, electric and pro-ready. I want to say, like, Patrick Mahomes-esque type where, like, he can make any throw, extend plays. Yeah, this will be an interesting draft.
2: Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, like, bro, the draft is only three months away. Only 90 days away. Like, Mm -hmm. that. That 90 days is gonna go by pretty fucking quick. We're, we're heading yep. into February we'll, pretty soon. Yep. So I'm excited.
1: We'll we'll start going over rookies soon. We'll do some rookie drafts. I think next week maybe we'll do a startup draft, not a whole draft, Ooh. but like maybe the first starters, four rounds, maybe, you know, five rounds, like just something short because everybody's doing startups right now. So, you know, just to get an idea of kind of where things are, get situated with the market, where guys I like are it. going. Because there's been, uh, you know, a lot of startups now. And they've actually got some. They don't have all of the rookies in there. Like, they've got Caleb in there. They've got Mark. I've seen them. Yep. Now, if you are doing startups, like, I don't recommend to use the rookies, like, As you can pick them I would just do the Rookie draft so just use kickers As the picks and just do 101 102 102 you know what I mean Because you don't know what's going to happen we don't know You know without the draft here And all that kind of stuff yet we don't we don't know Much so and there's still some guys that Are not actually on there depending how deep You know your league is but Oh man Hold on Let me see if I could do this another way
2: It looked good the way you had it.
1: Yeah, but I didn't want the whole uh there you go. The whole upper part to come out. But yeah, let's talk, let's talk QBs because now like we're in startup season, you know, where are guys, where do we see guys at, especially super flex leagues? How are we kind of tiering them? Who do we like? Who don't we like? Who are we taking chances on? So let's start, let's start getting into some of that like it. Boxer said A month ago, traded the 110-112 for Jordan Love. Hope he's going to keep playing at this high level. That's yeah, too late first. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. I'll be interested to see where you have Jordan Love here. I'm very interested to see. Well, you saw my rankings. I did. Hasn't really changed, but I'm okay. We'll, we'll talk about it, but uh, 420 AM. What do you do you want the Vikings to draft a running back? I mean, sure we need a running back, but I mean, there's not any great running backs coming out in this class, but maybe there, you know, there are guys that are going to be part of more like committees. Like there's not really a, yep. I don't know if that's, there's a guy That's going to be amazing. No, there's definitely not one of those, you know, maybe Braylon Allen is a guy that can take on like a three down role, but that's probably not going to happen either. So, uh jonathan brooks is actually the interesting one that's the one guy who could but he tore his whole you know he tore his knee up so <clears throat> it's gonna be interesting to see where he gets where he gets drafted or what happens in this process because there's a mm-hmm. lot of guys that we like now right or have done really well in college and a we and last year yep. where once we get to the draft there's guys that things come up on physicals. Jonathan Brooks is one of those guys with the ACL. Now there's things that come up with injuries and all this kind of stuff. You know, we saw Sean Tucker was a top five guy. And then all of a sudden he had heart problems and, you know, he couldn't even go to the combine and wound up undrafted and going to uh, Tampa. So there's a lot that's going to change between, um, between that.
2: Oh, bro. 90 days is forever. In terms of mm-hmm. things that can happen. So yeah, long way to go.
1: CMC's brother. That's right. CMC's brother. Luke. Luke. They don't have guys like Schrader. Yeah, they're missing they're missing a couple guys. Yeah, Drake May size is good. So he, one of those bigger dudes. Brooks put up the same type of numbers as Bichon before he got hurt. Yeah, Brooks was awesome. Brooks is one. He's basically my number one guy right now. I mean, it just sucks, obviously, with the injury. So some people might not have him as their first, but he's the one guy that kind of stands out from from kind of the rest because they're all kind of just they're gonna be going somewhere where they'll be getting a role. But I don't think there's anybody that's gonna come out and be, you know, like you said, a Saquonish or anything like that. So. <laughs> Relevant at least week eight. All right. So it's a, you don't have to rush him back. I mean, he is young, though, right? I think he's only, what is he, like 20? I didn't see him here. Yeah, 20. So that's a good sign.
2: You know what's funny about that? They he have ha- him going in the second round to the Packers in this mock draft. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: see that. I can see I that. I think,
2: think AJ Dillon might be gone, so that's not a bad pickup in the second round.
1: No, not at all. Song said uh, he traded. All right, Song, what you got? You, you traded for CD. You gave up Kyron, A Chan, the 105 and the 405. It's okay, a lot, I mean, but you're getting that. You're getting the hammer. You're getting the hammer. That's what it costs, and you're trading two running backs, which I love. You know, I like I like <laughs> that. Two guys on our uh, sell high list. That's true, and the 105. That's you know, it's it's tough with that, but you're getting uh, you're getting potential wide receiver by, a one. You know, yeah. the only other thing I would say is because I don't know what your what the rest of your team looks like is like, you know, what else could you have done with necessarily the like not or kyron or hn like could you have got Split in that could like you tier, have got like a tier down yeah maybe one tier kept down from that
2: and kept the and then been
1: able to keep the 105 and have that flexibility to take a qb or you know a neighbors or, an or you know whoever's there at the 105
2: because
1: you'll just have some more flexibility but like if you have other good players and i'm sure kyron what you picked them up off of, Mm. My bad Pick them off Off of waivers Most likely Or just had him On your bench
0: So value. he was really
1: You know it's He insane. didn't really Cost too much So uh, You know The trade I'm absolutely fine with I like it I, I'll take CD AJ Dillon To the Ravens Yeah I mean, He could go anywhere i don't want to agency. see what saquon goes we'll talk about that when we do the running back rankings but saquon's an interesting one like josh texans jacobs. and ravens are like really interesting that i that i think i like for him there's an interesting Sears, gibson's running backs okay yeah you're good. there's an interesting uh
2: running back free agent class coming up with josh jacobs right derrick henry still mm-hmm. chugging along so this running back um this running back crop for free agency is uh pretty interesting
1: but yeah songs i like i like that song because you have other running backs that you can play and you've now you know transferred over that value that's so kind of volatile and moved it to a a top wide receiver arguably the number two wide receiver so barkley to the cowgirls Mm -hmm. yeah i mean barkley to the ravens Mm -hmm. yeah i like
2: that i like that ridiculous
1: All right. Let's talk QBs here. So tier one, number one. I mean, I've got Josh Allen. You can make the argument for Patrick Mahomes, I think, as well. Um, And I've had Mahomes up there for a while now. But I mean, last, what, three seasons, four seasons, Josh Allen has been pretty much QB one. Um, That DeMar Hamlin game is the only reason why he wasn't QB one. I think last year. So and he can throw the football as well. He's not just a rusher. He can throw the football as well. So I think the longevity for him, I like. And then I've got Patrick Mahomes at two. um, And I think that's pretty much the consensus. But uh, what do you think about one, two right there? Do you have anything different? Or do you think maybe there's an argument to be made to have somebody else there? As much as I would like to argue Mahomes
2: over Josh Allen, there's a large enough sample size that I don't have an argument. So that's why I'm not going to argue that uh so yeah i have no problem with that and also listen you know the the kansas city team like i stated earlier they've gone through kind of like a metamorphosis where they're not this explosive offense anymore but that doesn't mean patrick mahomes is not an amazing quarterback you don't want him as your you know your dynasty qb1 but josh allen is the superior fantasy player at this point and going down the line potentially as well yeah for sure
1: I mean, but Mahomes for me, I mean, solidified at least at two. I can't put him for down sure. any further for than sure. that. I mean, we've seen this guy throw, you know, fifty touchdowns. Like
2: that was with Tyree Hill and a young Travis Kelsey. So, listen, to, it it
1: was, but where's he at? Let me go to his. And then we've seen him without that finish as literally q b one, which was last year, who threw what forty one tuddies forty five wow. tuddies altogether. So I, I mean, yeah, it was a long time ago, fifty. but he's hitting forty touch tuddies pretty much consistently. um obviously not this season, but there's a lot of uh, obviously reasons for that not to make excuses. but um, you know, for me, I think he's a great buy low, especially right now. Like if if people putting him on the block, like if you if you can get Mahomes for cheaper just because he had you know one there's a value season, there.
2: there. There's some value to be had there to go buy him. I agree
1: for sure, for sure. Jamie, I feel you on the Josh Allen with the rushing, but like he can throw the ball at two, so I don't necessarily think he has to rely on on the rushing. Um, and also, just really quick to touch on
2: that before you continue, I think it's a little bit different with Josh Allen because of. <laughs> because because of his build right he's not lamar he's not kyla murray he's not michael vick he's he's a bigger stronger dude so i i don't worry as much about the rushing um as i do because even when they're down by the goal line bro he's a fullback down by the goal line so that that's still that value is going to hold
1: you know what i mean he hasn't like been injured or been getting no. Injured. Not so it's terribly. You no. know, you can feel you can still feel you can still feel pretty safe um with Josh Allen. I agree. Um now this is where it gets tricky. This is where the conversations start happening. So yep. for me, I kind of have <laughs> one more guy in this tier. Um where is he at? And for me, it's still Jalen Hurts, and I know that he's fallen down rankings, and I know that people are. You know, maybe worried about Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts, I mean, QB9, QB3, QB2 this year on a what you can say was a down year. Like things just weren't necessarily great, but still finishes as QB2. He's got the contract still, and he's 25 years old. So for me, he's still safe. He's still a top three guy for me. And that kind of closes off my first tier, but we can make arguments to have other guys in this tier, I think kind of as well. But what do you think? And, you know, do you have Jalen Hurts there or is that kind of different for you now, barring this past no. season? Uh-
2: no i think i think that's actually a good thing that we saw him have a down year and still finish as qb2 i think that's more of a positive than anything Mm -hmm. um and remember they lost both of their coordinators right they lost their offensive coordinator after the super bowl run so that that is bound to happen now the the one thing that does concern me is a.j brown not playing in the playoff game there seems to be some weird dynamic going on there remember Two months ago, he was going on a historic run of 150 yard game or three months mm-hmm. ago. He was on a, he was on a historic run of 150 yard game. So to kind of see that collapse, you know, happening and then obviously some issues with the coach, you know, the head coach uh, Sirianni. It's a little concerning, but from an overall standpoint, because he has the contract, because he has a good nucleus around him now. His offensive line might be a little bit of an issue. I don't know if um, Jason Kelsey is retiring. That's a big part of, of how you could feel about um, Jalen Hurts. Now, we tend to not mention the offensive lines as much, but I think with Jalen Hurts, the offensive line does matter because obviously that tush push um, you know, and just his style of play. So I, I still feel comfortable with Jalen Hurts as three, but I do have another guy in this tier.
1: You know, before you go before you go into that, I just want to say one more thing about the tush push, because even if they do take that away, he's they're just going to QB sneak it like he's still a big enough dude. Like they're just going to QB sneak it in. So I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. concerned about the tush push because I know that somebody might bring it up in the comments. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of what I what I think about is they'll just kind of QB sneak it anyway. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah. All right. So would you have do you have another guy in this tier? Because I I know we could definitely make an argument for for definitely another guy in this tier. And I think that, you know, a lot of people are going to want to have him in this tier. But go ahead. Who is uh, who is that? Joe Burrow, man. Hmm. I wasn't expecting that, that, actually. But yeah,
2: no, it's Joe Burrow. And uh, there's just even. Even last year, right before the injury, and I will say this, Joe Burrow's my guy. He let a lot of people down this year. Um, But right before he got hurt, you started to see Uh who the fuck he really is. And he's a guy that can put you on his shoulders and take you places. And that, for me, setting the injury aside for this particular conversation, seeing what Joe Burrow can do, he can carry your team. He can be a Patrick Mahomes a Josh Allen. He's a needle mover. And for me that that solidifies him in this one spot. He is at he is at the back end of it just because of the health concerns over the last couple of years and then obviously T Higgins free agency looms pretty large, right? What are they going to do at the running back position? But I just think Joe Burrow's so amazing and he's been able to to really show that he can carry a team and move a needle, especially your fantasy team when he's when he's right and he's healthy.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I mean, 2021, 4,600 yards, 36 overall tutties, finishes as QB7. 2022 finishes as QB4, 4,500 4, yards on 41 total tutties. So, you know, he's up there in the high 30s of of touchdowns in the 40 range. So, you know, for me, that's why I kind of like have to have him up there. Like, yeah, he had the injury concerns. But, you know, for, for us that play in these super flex leagues, like these are – advantages that we have now because now number one they're becoming available where they never were available like that before all just because of uh because of one injury that happened in one season and you know now you kind of have the flexibility almost in the top end of the draft where like Burrow is falling. Jalen Hurts is falling right now, right now, CJ Stroud, Lamar Jackson, these guys are getting drafted before these guys. Mm-hmm. So if you have like the, Justin you know, Herbert, you could throw in there. 104 in your, in your startups, right. Do you have an opportunity now to say, Hey, maybe I can move back. You know, who really wants CJ Stroud right over here? I'll take Joe Burrow a couple picks later, you know, and be able to get assets on top of that. Um, So I think that's what really makes it interesting in startups like right now as we speak, because once we get to the season, the season start of season is almost starting. I think at that point, like Burrow will be moving up and Hertz will be moving up as kind of we get more stories and more clarification on what's happening. Um, But as of right now, uh, you know, CJ Stroud is a guy that people have up here. In this top tier. I mean, for me, I had Burrow starting off, starting off the second tier, but I'm okay with him, with him up there. But if he's going to be up there that I think you got to put Stroud up there, you know, cause I would have, I would have Burrow and Stroud here basically on the second, um, on the second level here but if we're gonna leave him up there then i gotta put stroud because i think stroud is kind of right there almost on that level not i can't put him over joe burrow yet people have done that already but what do you have 4100 yards i believe about 23 tutties for cj stroud wind up missing what two or three games so could have been in that 30 tutty range but you know Wait till he gets up there into that 40 range like like Joe Burrow can. But C.J. Stroud is extremely young. So I'm okay if you want to have C.J. Stroud over Joe Burrow. They're more like 4A, 4B for me. I, either or. You can go with either one. But Burrow's been the guy that's, that's proven so far. And he's got an elite wide receiver in Jamar Chase. So you know you can always kind of feel comfortable i think with joe burrow and like you said once we saw the middle of the season once he got healthy he had a string of games where he was just slinging it so (laughs) so yeah Yeah. if we're gonna put burrow up there let's say let's let's just throw stroud up there too fuck it right yeah and i Stroud up there too the thing
2: with stroud is obviously you want to see it outside of one season but the thing that gives me and I've always loved CJ Stroud like I said before I I thought he was the best quarterback coming out of last year's draft even over Anthony Richardson um but that that sophomore slump can be a little bit of a real thing in terms of now there's a full season of tape on you is he going to make the adjustment like those are all just general questions for any you know first year quarterback that played particularly well The thing that that excites me the most about C.J. Stroud is his ability to take care of the football. Right. Mm -hmm. He went for he went for a ridiculous stretch. I think he has the most passes to begin his career without an interception. And he only finished with five interceptions on 500 attempts in, in his first season. He did only play 15 games, so he did miss two. But, you know, that for me that's something that I take into account in terms of this young of a guy being able to protect the football at that high of a rate. You think he's only going to get much better with his decision-making and kind of, you know, um, taking care of the football. So the the interception rate is something that I paid attention as far as C.J. Stroud. The numbers, the yardage, the touchdown, that's all fine and dandy. I just love that he was able to protect the ball at an elite level.
1: Yeah, for sure. Guys, let us know what you think about, like this first tier here where is the cutoff for you what do you have as far as are you shuffling these guys do you have stroud up higher do you have burrow up higher Um, i do think i do think though if
2: like i I think burrow and stroud if you're gonna put stroud in there that that is i'm comfortable with that tier two thing the way you had it because i think the other three guys have separated themselves in terms of consistency rushing upside Mm -hmm. and patrick mahomes is patrick mahomes so the way you had it made more sense. Um, mm-hmm. I still think Joe Burrow is elite of the elite, but I understand why you? you kind of tiered it the way you did. Yes,
1: yeah, so I have them basically like just leading off the second tier, but that's fine if people want to have them in that in that first tier, too, because I think those are like the almost at least for me, they're like solidified as the top five guys. Um, mm-hmm. And you can argue Lamar Jackson in there, um, you know, four point passing touchdown or six point passing touchdown. Right. That that makes a difference as well. One QB leagues or super flex leagues. Obviously, that makes a difference as well. We're talking from a super flex perspective here, because I think in one QB, you kind of put Lamar up higher. You put a rich up higher. Right. Because those are guys where, you know, you're you're aiming for that upside and you can still have a second QB that's pretty good in one QB league. So Mm -hmm. a little bit different um, going there. So my next guy, speaking of, and we just kind of talked about him is going to be Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson would be the next guy up for me. So that would be pretty much my top six there. You know, Lamar has been awesome. And when he's healthy, he's got to stay healthy. He seemed to stay healthy this year. And I think I talked about it earlier in the season where, He kind of just feels like he's trying to be a lot safer, trying to not get hurt. The way he's running the football and getting down or out of bounds, he's not even running full speed most of the time. It just looks like he's trying to be very much aware Mm -hmm. of his surroundings Mm -hmm. and trying to not get hurt. And he's, you know, done better passing the football. Hopefully Andrews is back to his normal self coming next season um, because Mark Andrews has been, I mean, we've seen some killer seasons from Mark Andrews. So, Hopefully he can stay healthy, but I've got Lamar here as my next guy up in this tier. Um, Would you have Lamar there as well, or would there be someone else you throw in here? Yeah, it's pretty hard to argue with Lamar. I think the season that he had,
2: right, the numbers don't necessarily blow you away, right? 3,600 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, seven interceptions. The rushing wasn't by his standards, right, by Lamar's standards. The rushing wasn't overwhelming either, right? 820 yards, five touchdowns. His yards per carry, though, interestingly enough, are five and a half, which is down. He's usually in that high sixes, close to seven range. And I think that's kind of what you're alluding to is, he'd rather play all 17 games and average five and a half than play 12 games and average seven yards a carry. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kind of alludes to exactly what you're speaking about. So you want Lamar there for the full 17. Obviously he didn't play the last week because they had everything locked up. So he only played 16 games this year, but he would have played 17 if they had something to play for um, Lamar got the bag, right? That's what we, a year ago, we were talking about Lamar getting the bag. Mm-hmm. So Lamar got the bag. They drafted Zay Flowers, right? Isaiah Likely is a legitimate threat out there. The running game is going to be an issue, but they have—they're going to bring somebody in. They're going to have running backs to to play around with there. So, yeah, Lamar, um, Lamar, Lamar is firmly at six, and his his floor is so ridiculously high because of the run and everything that he can't be any lower than what he is right here.
1: So to round off my tier two, I would have Ooh. Anthony Richardson and then Justin Herbert Ooh. as my next guys. And you could flip flop. You could flip flop mm-hmm. those if you want. But that would round off my tier two of players. And I have rookies on here as well, but I'm going to add the rookies in after we finish tiering everything. I'm going to slot them in after. I like so that. if anybody is looking for rookies, I'm going to slot those guys in at the end. Uh, But yeah, I'll have a rich and I'll have Herbert a rich we've saw in his healthy games. He's been a top three QB that he's played fully healthy. Now you can make the argument that could be cause for concern. But hopefully he can get his act together start doing like Lamar a little bit more and (laughs) you're trying to protect himself. Um, And as Trevor Lawrence actually told a rich, like, this is the NFL. (laughs) This is different. Like you need to protect yourself. And he didn't protect himself. He wound up getting hurt, but he's a franchise guy there. um, And we've seen his upside and what he can be, especially as young as he is. So for me, I've got to slot him in right after Lamar. And then after that, I've got to have Herbert still up there in that second tier. He'll be the QB at the end of this tier for me. Um, We've seen what Herbert can do. We know what he can do. Um, Now it's just a matter of, all right, fixing the damn offense, getting them some weapons that don't get hurt um, because that's been an issue now as well. Hopefully they address that in the draft. But what do you think here about the end of this tier after Lamar? And, you know, what would you have different, if anything?
2: I can't put Anthony Richardson in that tier two just yet. I'm going to have to see him play a full healthy season before I can just kind of anoint him up there because all of those guys, obviously CJ Stroud is the exception, but CJ Stroud had a hell of a rookie year and stayed healthy for the most part. So, um, see, uh, Anthony Richardson just doesn't belong in there for me because I haven't seen it enough, right? We saw a very small sample size, and by Halloween, we didn't hear anything from Anthony Richardson. I don't remember exactly when he got hurt. I think it was before that. So I, I can't have Anthony Richardson in there just yet but Justin Herbert is right after Lamar. And the biggest reason for that is, first of all, we've seen what Justin Herbert could do, but also he's got a coach. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert has a coach now.
1: That's true. That's and
2: true. if you if you look at John Harbaugh's record with quarterbacks, his, his track record with quarterbacks, Andrew Luck, how'd that work out pretty well? Mm-hmm. All right. He went to San Francisco and turned Alex Smith, I believe, into a pretty solid, stable quarterback. He he drugged Jimmy G to the goddamn Super Bowl, if I if I'm getting it correct. So. Like. Legit. John Harbaugh is legit. Justin Herbert belongs right after Lamar Jackson at seven. And I think, and I think a lot of people have kind of soured on, on Justin Herbert just because of, you know, the lack of the lack of playoff success, the lack of success kind of, you know, with teams that we expected to play well. Um, so that, that would be my issue with this particular tier two. Um, I dig,
1: and I dig that. I I can absolutely live with that. I think Herbert is, the guy that you probably feel safer with, you know, a, a rich, obviously that's the pure upside that you are, that you're trying to roll with. And in super flex leagues, as your QB one, that could be risky if it doesn't oh, very pan risky. out, but,
3: very you know, risky. for me, I
1: just feel like, you know, we've seen that, I, I, like you said, it is a small sample size, but he is the franchise guy. He's going to be there. He's going to get his, his, his opportunities. So if he can just stay healthy, which, you know, is it if, but we said the same thing about CMC, right? Um, yep. We said the same thing about Lamar, right? I mean, so. a didn't it, make take it out of September, man. Yeah. What?
2: I don't think, Anthony Richardson didn't even, I think he played the first week of
1: October and that was it. Mm-hmm. Like that. Oh, no, for that, sure, for sure. And, and, and I'm fine with with having him lower if you don't want to go for, you know, if you don't want to go for that upside, but if he is. The hits, upside is I there mean, for it, sure. It's obviously, uh, it's obviously obviously a steal but for sure herbert is is cemented in there for me i think um you know like you said a lot of people have soured on herbert and you see it more now from like a lot of more like redraft players now starting to get into dynasty but when you've you know real dynasty players know like all right this is like we should be buying herbert we should be buying mahomes right or when you're even just trying to just play in the market right it's not necessarily always about the players right but it's the market like i mentioned before like if you if you have the 103 or the 104 and you you i don't care if i have cj Stroud or joe burrow or lamar maybe or herbert right can i get to the back end of that tier and pick up you know, pick up extra assets, and extra pick on top of that, just to move down a little bit in the tier. Like I'm okay with that. You know, same thing, just trading wise, you know, CJ shout yeah. is valued so high right now. Can I get Joe Burrow in a second? Like I'm fine with that. Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> you know, you, know, what I, you know what I mean? But that's the point, like where we're at, where people have, you know, these kind of values where it's not a big deal from player to player. Mm-hmm. Like just play the market, get the asset because what you can do with that.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: For sure. Um, but yeah, that's the end of tier two for me. And then I get into and then I get into my tier three. Okay. And in the tier three here, we've got Kyler. Mm -mm. We've got your boy Jordan Love. We've got Tua. Ooh, there's somebody getting disrespected. We've got Man is getting disrespected. Jack. We've got Purdy. We got Tilo. We, this is, and this is a big tier. This is one of the biggest tiers for me. We've got Fields and we've got Jared Goff. So a large, a large tier for me. But this is basically the order that I would have it from top tier to bottom. And again, it's a tier. So if you want to move guys, Around in that tier depending on your liking That's absolutely fine But this is what I'm kind of rolling with here Kyler Murray, we know how good he is when he's healthy Um, You know, we saw him come back last year Hopefully he gets another weapon um, this year Maybe it's Marvin Harrison, maybe it's not Um, Jordan Love coming after that The young quarterback that's coming in hot Good second half of the season And Tua, you could flip-flop that if you want You could put Tua in front of Love if anything But a lot of people love Love right now but Chua Damn Led right. the league in, in passing yards there So gotta got have Chua And they're gonna sign him to a contract The team has said that they, they do like him They want to give him a long term contract Even though he was asked at the end of the year He wasn't that good in the playoffs But mm-hmm. who can they get That's better I think is the main question Especially for them with the system That they're running like I think Chua Is gonna be absolutely fine there Then I've got Dak coming in right after Chua a little bit older, but had one of his best seasons is looking good. Has CD lamb, who is a beast right now. So Dak is going to be the next guy. Then you got Purdy rolling in T law. I have pretty much towards the end of this tier. And I know maybe a lot of people have questions about T law. He just hasn't done anything. I can't, how can I put him ahead of some of these other guys? You can do it because of age if you want, but at the quarterback position more than any of the other positions, they play so much longer that like, it's not a crazy big difference a few years at the QB position, at least yep. in my eyes, you know, because otherwise I'd put Stroud ahead of Burrow. Like if it was, you know, wide receivers almost, if you're looking at it that way, but for quarterbacks, they last a little bit longer. They play to a little bit older. So for me, it's like I, Purdy's throwing 30 tutties. Dak is throwing 30 tutties T-Law. I don't know what he's doing, um, <laughs> but he hasn't played up to our expectations. No. now. no. No. do they maybe go out and get a top tier one like m- does t Higgins wind up yeah on a team like i was Jaguars, gonna mention that right name. Yep. does that help him vault into the 30 touchdown range you know that that some of these other guys have um so that's the question marks you know around t-law we just haven't i just haven't seen as much to put him any higher than some of the other guys that have him in front mm-hmm. and you've got justin fields justin fields Is he even going to be a starter next year? Is he going to be on the Bears? Is he going to be on the Falcons? Is he going to be somewhere else? He's got one year to really prove himself here um, because if he gets hurt, then. uh...
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net-carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
1: I don't know. That's going to be rough. Um, and then yep. I've got Jared Goff there as well. But Justin Fields, I put him ahead of Jared Goff for the simple fact of, of that upside. You know, If he does play and winds up getting on a team, the upside that he has to finish as a top 10, top 5 quarterback I like that upside, and then Jared Goff, who kind of always gets hated on, always yep. gets pushed down to the bottom. But it's just One a my solid quarterback. Ever. He's going to yeah. give you twenty-eight to thirty-two ish touchdowns. That's just what he's going to do. He's going to give you forty-five ish hundred yards, twenty-eight yep. to thirty-two touchdowns. He might not finish top ten, but maybe you know top twelve, top thirteen. Like he's going to be a top fifteen-ish guy. He's going to be solid for you, he, and he's a fine QB two to have. He's probably um, the best q b two that you can ask for in my
2: estimation, and he's oh, he, he, that that's exactly where I was going with that is the value for him because and then we like you said, we haven't even factored in the rookies yet, so that makes Jared Goff even that much more of a value so cool. I Man, it, Jared Goff to me, and I've been singing Jared Goff's praises. I'm a Packers fan. I, I, I have no love for the Lions, right? But I don't really hate the Lions because they haven't been a threat. But from the standpoint of being an objective football fan is I've loved me some Jared Goff for the last two seasons, right? Even before last, you know, at the end of last season you know, going into this season, you just look at what they have and what they put together. And listen, that Lions team is going to be solid. Like they, they're they solid at every position skill wise, mm-hmm. right? You got good receivers. You got a, you got probably the, the best tight end, upcoming tight end in football, right? And they, and they go out and get Gibbs. Like, yeah, Goff makes it, he kind of keeps that. He's the glue for that team that keeps it all together. So I, I love me some Jared Goff there. Yeah, I do so have, a the, I
1: do have an issue. All right, go ahead. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. So that is basically my tier three. It's a large tier three because I feel like after pretty much Herbert and Anthony Richardson go in like the back end of the first round, you're going to have Kyler and all these guys kind of go in the second and third rounds pretty much. You know, so there's a tier break where after Herbert, you're probably going to see more wide receivers. You're going to see all the chases, CDs, Amon Raz. You know, you'll see the 101 like Marvin Harrison pretty much. And then you'll start seeing some of these other quarterbacks. But, yeah, what do you think about the tier three? What do you have an issue with? What are you switching up? What are you taking out of this tier? What are you adding in this tier? What are you feeling? Kyler and Dak are switching positions for me. Kyler and Dak. That's OK. I- I'm OK with that, too. I'm okay with and, that too. You can put Dak up here, and put Kyler. Well, I I can't put Kyler lower than than Love and and Chua just because of the rushing upside. But I am okay with putting Dak ahead of ahead of Love or Chua if you want to. But go ahead. I I do have Dak. You, the thing with Kyler
2: is, I, I I know from a fantasy perspective he can be phenomenal and and really good. That team for the most part. Isn't that great? I know, listen, you add Marvin Harrison, you feel really good about it. They're going to be down in a bunch of games. You feel like he'll have to throw it, run it, you know, do what he does. He's a smaller dude that runs around a lot. And that makes me nervous for his long-term fantasy stability. I Kyler makes me really nervous. Um, So from that standpoint, I'd take... I take Dak over Kyler. Honestly, I know. Listen, Kyler has a higher upside in a sense, but I think Dak has more long-term stability than a Kyler Murray, even, even at what Dak is 2930 now. So um, I'm, I, I do like me some Dak and then I would go Jordan love right after Dak, honestly, because I just think that Jordan love, especially down the stretch. And I know it was only his first year, But him and CJ Stroud kind of have mirror, you know, seasons in terms of obviously Jordan Love's not a rookie, but they're both their first year starting. They wildly exceeded expectations and a lot was placed on Jordan Love. Bro, no Christian Watson for a bulk of the season. His best tight end, Luke Musgrave, got hurt. Aaron Jones was in and out of the lineup all season and the dude still finished with 32 touchdowns passing. He had another, I think, four or five rushing touchdowns. So I think that's an underrated part of Jordan Love's game is his ability to be able to move around. Like, he's athletic. He's not He's not some statue back there where he could move around and he has some rushing upside. So I have Jordan Love second slot there and then Tua behind him and then Kyler there. The rest of that list I'm, I'm okay with as well. Um, so that's how I would have it. I would have Dak one, Jordan Love two, two or three you could you could argue kyler over tua just because kyler has the rushing upside um Mm -hmm. and then Tua there because he has all those weapons
1: yeah i think any of these four between dak kyler love and tua you can mix it up however you want but i feel like that's a kind of you could throw brock in there as well kind of you know people like brock too but you could throw those kind of five guys pretty much um there in the front. And then the back end of this tier for me, you know, is that T law fields and, and golf. And, uh, you know, you're good with that there or you like, yeah, where do the, you have T law? It's, you know, what's frustrating about it is, is that
2: he's Herbert to a lesser degree, right? Like we ex we, we can kind of explain away why Justin Herbert wasn't able to play well. I think the problem is with, with Trevor Lawrence, how can we explain
1: why he didn't play well? I don't know. I mean, but we we've also seen Justin Herbert, you know, have forty touchdowns and thirty seven. Like we've seen him have forty almost forty touchdowns two years in a row. So, how do we
2: explain why Justin? I mean, why Trevor Lawrence hasn't played as well? Because we think the physical talents there. They added Calvin Ridley. They have a a Christian Kirk. They have you know ETN, who's a really good running back. Evan Ingram, who's a really good tight end. Right. So all the components were there, and that. That meltdown the Jaguars had at the end of the season, I think that's left the sour taste in a lot of people's mouth as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. And then you know what, like what happens to Fields? Like he's got to be somewhere in here. Like for me, like this is kind of where I have to slot him. Like I can't really put him much higher, and I can't really put him much lower because there's just still so many questions.
2: I think the biggest thing for me with Justin Fields is, if not now, when? right Uh he's teetering on that oblivion like situation and I think that him going to the Chicago Bears didn't do him any justice because historically they do not have a good organization in terms of drafting and developing quarterbacks so I think him going to the Chicago Bears didn't do him any justice and that's not me hating on the Bears as a Packers fan that's me just spitting out facts right so Uh I I think Justin Fields this is it's now or never this year for him, and I think we get lulled into a little bit of false sense in terms of his long-term prospects because they always have these terrible starts to the season, right? They're virtually out of it, and then the last six games, it's like they're they're killing people, mm-hmm. where Justin Fields is putting up awesome numbers, the Bears rip off a couple of wins in a row, and it's like, oh, ju- is Justin Fields the future now?
1: i don't know it's just there's just too many questions um and like if we know like the bears are committing to him like maybe then like he moves up in here but for now i just i i can't have him any higher but if you do and you're going for just you know that upside like i i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it um and before we get into the next tier guys smash that like for us if you haven't already smash that subscribe if you're new let's get to let me get to some of the comments here. Uh, where we left off. Allen Hurts, Mahomes, Lamar Stroud Burrow, top six. Yep. Why is Lamar MVP? His numbers aren't great. I think
2: because the team won 13 games and finished as the one seed and he was the catalyst behind it. Yeah.
1: And they lose know they lose a running back coming out the gate. JK was supposed to be big. Richardson is a bust. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that uh I don't know if we can call that yet, but there are people that don't like him. That's fine. I'll take him. All you need is a couple <laughs> games for his value to go up, and then trade him. Like so, uh, yeah. You know, if he's just, if he's a value, like you don't have to like him, but just to just to have him and then move off. Like what you Not can do with that value, that value. I mean, all, all it takes is you know, first game of the season. He comes out and finishes as QB one overall week one. I mean, you could trade him for wh- almost whatever you want at that point.
2: In a super flex, yes,
1: absolutely. They definitely need to, he definitely needs to get his accuracy up there for sure. But like I said, if you don't like him, I mean, you could just come off him. That's fine. It's not,
2: it's not that I don't like Anthony Richardson. It's just that I'd have, I'd rather have other guys besides him. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like for the Mm risk. Yeah.
1: I was rushing is even more deadly. Herbert at seven. Okay, Jamie. Feel that. Trying to trade for Herbert right now. Yeah, if you can grab him, I mean, what do you got to give up? Jordan Love, most overrated oh, QB in the league, Emil. Said. Well,
2: that, that, Emil, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to let that comment slide. Emil, we, it, we got to start putting some respect you hit on Jordan Love's hard. name. You, you, you better start putting some respect on Jordan Love's name.
1: Hmm. Yeah, we'll put Bowers in the tight end too. Tight end is rough. I'm going to post tomorrow. Actually, my tight my tight end uh, that is dynasty rankings on on Instagram. Show. Um, you'll find it spi And I, I guess I'll tell you right now, you'll find it spicy that I,
2: <sighs> I love that word.
1: And I'm still debating it. De- I really am still debating my 12 and 13 between goddard and uh Komet, okay and i know it might i don't know if that sounds weird that goddard is all the way down there but no i he hasn't finished higher than top 10 he hasn't played a healthy season um you know you've got a team that doesn't necessarily throw the ball a ton when I mean, you got a.j brown you've got devonta smith you've got a couple guys there but he hasn't been able to stay healthy so right you know when we talk about the tight ends it'll be a little bit be a little bit interesting but yeah i'm kind of debating between him and commit i have just been flip-flopping back and forth as uh as tight end 12 there but yeah isaac brings up a good point right after that is just that there's a lot of these
2: older guys, mm-hmm. and then we have we have this new crop of young tight ends. So I, I completely agree with that, Isaac. And we I've we've touched on that, you know, previously in the past when we were kind of you know had some tight end discussion, whether it be in trade or you know, different situations, start sit type of thing. So yeah, the tight ends is is gonna be really, really interesting.
1: Marty in the building. What up, Marty?
2: Marty in the house.
1: Gotta risk oh, it for the biscuit. That's what I'm talking about, Jamie. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. That's fine, but Mahomes stats suck this year. He should be in tier two. Um, well Just to be clear, we are talking uh, dynasty. So this is these are dynasty rankings. Um. So I don't necessarily know if I can agree with him being in tier two because we've seen what he can do and you know where he where he can fit. But. Um, and you That's gotta say imagine... if you want to say that. I mean, hopefully I'm in a league with you because if I can get Patrick <laughs> Mahomes
2: <laughs> and listen, you I'll gotta imagine, sure. you've gotta imagine that Kansas City is gonna go out there and solidify that wide receiver core this offseason. That's another component that we you know, not to say we overlook per se, but we can go based on you know what we know with these rankings and we project ahead a little bit, but You've got to imagine that they're going to upgrade that wide receiver core this season.
1: And just rankings in general. I mean, there's just a, it's not just so black and white, right? I mean, the tiers. Like, you might always in different situations, you might want. You know, if you're in a win now situation, or if you're in, a, you know, rebuild situation, you're going to want different players, right? But this is just a general breakdown of rankings, basically, almost in startup drafts. Just rankings in general of of how I feel. For the future, what their contracts are right now, all the risk that's involved, all of the value that's involved. There's a ton of different factors that you kind of have to bake in into a lot of how you make your yeah. rankings. And everybody is a little bit different in how they do their rankings. So just like Hammer doesn't agree with some of the guys I have up there, I don't agree with some of the guys he has. Everybody's going to be a little bit a little bit different, but in a generalization, this is why I try and break it up into tiers. Um, because it's just the also easiest too, way to kind of also you know, too to
2: also too, like something that we take into account is right, especially we were talking about Patrick Mahomes from the other uh, Facebook user. Like, if you're gonna tell me that Patrick Mahomes' floor is forty two hundred yards, right? And a and a QB eight finish, that's the floor that's his that's his worst season that he's going to have in the next 6 years, 8 years.
1: Well, uh, let me just remind sign, you sign of, me the, of the previous <laughs> 5 seasons for fantasy <laughs> sign, football. Sign me up. QB1 52 touchdowns, QB7, QB4, QB4, QB1 and these are I mean 5000 yard seasons, 4800 yard seasons. Over 40, 40 touchdown seasons, numerous of them. So, you know, when we're talking dynasty, we're talking about long term. We're talking about longevity. We see what he can do, you know, when he has weapons. And this year, I mean, there was a ton of drops, as we saw. Right. Ton yeah, of I was going to bring of, that up. Ton of interceptions off of drops on top of that. So it was just a really bad season for Patrick Mahomes. And he still finished what? Top eight? When mm-hmm. he finished Seven. QB8. Finished eighth this year, so he still finished top eight in a horrible season. So, like Hammer said, that's the floor. I mean, you know, sign me up, sign me up all day. <laughs> but girl. yeah, I pre- appreciate you, uh, Facebook user. Hop over to um, hop over to YouTube so we can actually see uh, see. But yeah, we are talking dynasty, so that's why it's a little bit different. We're not talking about just regular fantasy football redraft, or we're not talking about just the season that just passed. Just to make bring that bring that more clear, just to make that more clear, because I know it doesn't say that on the screen. But um... so
2: so really quick, just to just to touch on this. um, Just to touch on this particular comment and why we do what we do, I'm a I'm a Packers fan and you could not tell me. That I wasn't more impressed with Jordan Love's season and the numbers he put up and how he looked in the last, whatever it was, eight games and then rolling into the playoffs. I would be out of my mind if I put Jordan Love over Patrick Mahomes as a lifelong Packers fan and somebody that was happy to see us develop a franchise quarterback this season. I could argue Jordan Love belongs in tier two just because of the multitude of weapons he has. And I could also argue Jordan Love being in tier two because of the guys that he – Jordan Love is an equal opportunity employer when it comes to throwing the football. That's the thing that I love the most outside of the stats and everything. He's throwing a Bo Melton. He's making Dontavian Wicks a household name, right? Luke Musgrave goes down, and Tucker Craft all of a sudden becomes a a fantasy-relevant tight end you know, so I could argue Jordan Love in tier two. I do want to see it for another, you know, I do want c- to continue to see him play at that elite level that he played in at the back half of this particular season. But some of these guys up here, like I could argue Jordan Love, Jordan Love over Anthony Richardson, just because I've seen it longer for Jordan Love at a consistent clip than Anthony Richardson. But the upside you talk about is very real with Anthony Richardson and Jordan Love didn't, wasn't even close to being on the injury report at all this season. So that's another factor I keep in as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. The last thing I'll say about Patrick Mahomes, because I know uh, everybody always brings up Tyreek Hill. He had his best, arguably his best season last season with no Tyreek Hill having 45 overall tutties. So, uh, you know, he had his best season, yeah, with Tyreek Hill when he had the 50 tutties, but he's also thrown, you know, 45 without him um last year or well, rushed for and and through for 41 last year without tyree kill so um and then on top of that like mahomes has finished top five one two three four seasons i mean at out of six so so yeah, jordan it's... love can can do that consistently finish top five i don't think we can put him anywhere near mahomes as far as dynasty purposes i mean you're talking he was, about he was uh, he was qb5 this year that's all i'm gonna say oh yeah yeah for sure for sure for sure. But is he going continuously, to continuously. That's the do question. That,
2: so. That's the question.
1: Draft worthy to pair with Rice. He can take the top. Take the top off of those defenses. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Appreciate your Facebook user. But yeah. Hop over to. Uh, hop over to YouTube. Join the. Join the club. Yeah. He did bring up Tyreek Hill. I knew he was going to bring up Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that. That. That
2: question. That argument's null and void. Because he went out there. And threw 5,000 yards. 41 touchdowns. Oh yeah. Did Patrick win. Did Patrick Mahomes win the Super Bowl. Without Tyreek Hill. I think he did.
1: He's yeah, closed. for sure. Yeah, as him song said, mm, "I'm not sold, you, uh, but both soccer. I'm the only one who takes love over. The... I'm not the only one who takes love over homes. Listen, nah, go ahead and and no. do that if you want to, Come on, guys. But I'm just gonna say that it's not the wise thing to do when you're no, playing no. when you're playing no. Dynasty. That's just, that's all. That's no. all." No. I'm not. That's mm-hmm. I. I
2: still I can't do that. Like mm-hmm. we're we're talking about Mahomes Love with,
1: over Purdy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, love over. Purdy. I agree
3: over
1: that. I agree on that. Agree Kyler and that. Dak could be in tier two. You could make the argument for that, but when you're doing like, especially if you're when you're doing a startup draft, like after Herbert, like all these wide receivers pretty much go. Kyler goes somewhere in like the early second, mid second, and then Jordan Love mid second, late second. Um. So it's kind of just that's kind of how I break it down. But that's fair if you want to put those guys in um in tier two as well. I could live with that.
2: Yeah, I could see the argument for Dak in tier two, and that's why I would have had him number one in tier three, just because like that's gonna play another. He's that's 30, true. but he could Dak could play to 3840, right? Like mm-hmm. so there, there's a long and and the point that's that fair. you make, the point that you make is really, really um true is that we have to look at it. Like a 30-year-old quarterback is like a 22-year-old running back. Like that's the that's the how we mm-hmm. have to
1: look at it because these quarterbacks play until they're 40. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And uh Facebook user, I am gonna add in the uh rookie quarterbacks at the end when I get done tiering everything. I'm gonna I'll slot them in so you'll see kinda you'll see where I have them. Yeah, you can't bet against Mahomes for sure.
2: No, that's I Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right, Don't So now that.
1: coming coming to this next tier, and this is kind of why my tier three ends here because now we start getting into the questions, more the question questions. marks, more older players that they call it the what the QB purgatory, right? Mm-hmm. What's really kind of happening with these players? So leading off this tier for me, it's got to be Deshaun Watson. I know oh, he's disappointing, boy. but he's ya got boy. the contract. He's going to be on that team. He's going to play. I mean, we just need to see a full season. I mean. We need to see the full season. We need to see him be better. But, you know, the weird thing, well, I don't want to say weird, but when when he got hurt and then, like, once Flacco came through, they changed the offense, right? They started passing the ball, like, a lot more. And I don't necessarily think I loved the offense that they were trying to run with Watson beforehand. So maybe if they change it up a little bit and do pass it a little bit more and let Deshaun Watson kind of do what he really does best, I didn't feel like – He was really playing like himself. Like it was just a different kind of offense that he was running. So I'm interested to see kind of what you think about Deshaun Watson and that whole situation.
2: So this time a year ago, if you uh, for all our loyal subscribers out there, this time a year ago, Steve was a huge Deshaun Watson buy because of the value, and I understand that. And I'm going to take. But again, this year he's even better value now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna factor that into my response here. No, thank you on Deshaun Watson. No, thank you. Sure. Now, there's value there. I don't disagree with that. I, I totally agree with that. You know, and, and looking from an objective fantasy football, you know, enthusiast, I, I agree there's a ton of value there, right? You, could, you might be able to get him for a second round pick at this point considering all these guys we have ahead of him and we haven't even added the rookies in yet. So the value is there. I agree. No, thank you. That's how I feel about Deshaun Watson right now. All right, now. let
1: me put in the rest of my the rest of my tier here. I've got Bryce Young, I've got mm. Baker Mayfield, Ooh. I've got Kirk, I've got Aaron Rodgers is another kind of big tier because now we've got all these kind of these old guys mm-hmm. that you can throw in here, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like Russ in there. I I got Russ in here too. And i'll be honest with one you. one more oh, will ahead. levis and you can kind of put will levis anywhere kind of in here he is a, still a little bit of a risk but it's possible that he's safe for this year we, maybe they grab a quarterback i mean uh, but i think that levis kind of gave them some sort of life a little bit like something He'll to get be an a opportunity. little bit excited yeah. about where yeah. he might get this opportunity this year to kind of show what he has um yep. so you can kind of throw him in uh Anywhere here in with the old guys I'm fine with that depending on like you know How you were trying to Mm -hmm. build your team I guess Um, but that's what I've Got for this tier um, Mm -hmm. Which kind of the rest of the guys are Kind of be in the bottom tier that we've got here but Yeah what do you think about this Particular tier I've got Bryce here I still I'm a believer in Bryce. I think it's just a bad situation. They've got to get him some weapons. That offense needs to change. Like, just everything was just wrong. But I still am a believer, and he's still a good uh, young quarterback that's going to have his opportunities. They're not going to just, uh, you know, come off of him after one season or two seasons. I think they give him a chance here. Baker Mayfield, a guy that – Has kind of been floating around everywhere, hasn't really found his home. He might have found a home now. Did they give him a contract this year? If they don't, somebody else probably sure will. He brought them to the playoffs. I mean, they've got some weapons over there. So I feel like a playoff game. I feel like Baker could get a little contract there. Um, You know, Kirk Cousins, we know he's probably got a couple years left. Is it in Minnesota? Is it not? I don't know. But he's a gunslinger, so I feel comfortable with Kirk Cousins maybe for a season or two. Aaron Rodgers, another one. We don't know how long. Maybe another season or two. Maybe more. Who knows? But I feel like he's at least a top 15-ish quarterback. You've got Garrett Wilson over there. Do they bring in somebody else? You've got Brees Hall um so he should be pretty safe there matt stafford another maybe one to two years he's always banged up we don't know what's going to happen does that team implode do they just not are they not good next year does somebody get hurt and then do they have to just kind of Revamp everything. Does he wind up retiring? Who knows? Russell Wilson, same kind of situation. He's a free agent right now. We don't know where he's going. So, kind of, you have some question marks here in this kind of tier. Everybody's got questions. And then, uh, like I said, finish it off with Will Levis there. And you can move Will Levis up to, you know, behind Baker Mayfield if you want, as far as age concerns and as far as just one season for next season. But I feel like the Kirk, Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, Russ, those are guys that you can probably. Hopefully, depend on as your your QB two or QB three, but I probably want somebody else because it's not that comfortable. If you went into last year with Aaron Rodgers as your QB two, you You're were screwed. screwed. He's more yep. kind of have to be that QB three. It's hard to just kind of rely on some of these older guys with injury. Same thing with Kirk Cousins, right? With injuries that happen and and how old they are, Russ winds up getting benched. I mean, you know, he so all the guys. Well. He did. And he did play well. And that was, you know, the unfortunate thing about it, but that's the thing with these older quarterbacks. Like if seasons hit the fan, it's like, they started, you start benching people and we don't know what's going to happen. So. But yeah, what do you think about the rest of this particular tier? Who would you have uh, where, or who you argue with it's, here?
2: No, I'm not. I'm not going to argue too much here. Um, I already said no thank you to Deshaun Watson, but some of these other guys are very interesting. Like Bryce Young is the youngest guy in this category, and I think that he's very interesting. Another guy that I think is very interesting is, is you mentioned Russell Wilson, man. Like it, if Russell Wilson finds himself in Atlanta, how do you feel about that? You feel pretty good about that, so. And and the fact that Russell Wilson was able to bounce back and play really well, like Denver was threatening to make the playoffs. Did we forget about that all of a sudden? Right. With a coach that didn't like him. Like, so I feel good about Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. The thing with Matthew Stafford is like. I think he is more risky than a Russell Wilson, so I would have Russell Wilson a little bit higher in this list, probably right after Bryce um just because i feel like russell wilson could provide some stability for the next two or three years you know if you're talking about a qb2 qb3 type guy um will levis super interesting but you still you know a lot of unknowns there um kirk cousins right super interesting so yeah i mean listen you could kind of flip flop any of these quarterbacks anywhere you want and i think marty put it best in the chat where he said this is the best ball, ball tier game. which i like that that's That's a really good way to frame it, Marty. So, yeah, I I do think, like I said, two guys really stand out in this tier for me. Number one, Bryce Young, just because he's super young and we really want to see what Carolina's going to do. And then Russell Wilson, because I think he could still play and I still think he has some, you know, high-end QB2 ball left in him, especially if he goes to a place like Atlanta where the weapons are in place.
1: Yeah, I think pretty much like after Jared Goff and like that third tier, it's just like, Pick whoever you want or whoever you like more at that point. You know, do you want to go with the older guys in the production or do you want to take the chance on having a, you know, a Bryce Young wind up hitting, you know, this year or, or down the line or Deshaun Watson getting back to form? I mean, you know, there's all question marks in that tier. So kind of divvy it up how you want to, but that's that tier there. And then I guess in the next tier, you've got like the the Daniel Ugh. Jones. You've got, I guess, the... Cars and Geno's, <laughs> and you I know, I guess you can throw Pickett and and Howell up there. I guess that's all the QBs I kind of uh, put up here at the moment. But you know, this is the uh, we don't know what's happening. This Pickett basically lost his job already. Same Howell, same thing. Geno was horrible this year. Uh, Car is always shit. And Daniel Jones, he's gonna get one more season. Maybe mm-hmm. you can make the argument for him to go to, to to be put up at the end of this tier, like. But nah. I'm good. Like, you know, does a QB fall? Do the Giants maybe take a QB if, if maybe a QB falls? Like, that's a possibility too. So, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty solid list. Obviously, like you said, everybody has their different – You know rankings and and the one thing that we want to point out is we're not looking at it of QB rankings for 2023 because of the past season right we take the past season into account you know and project ahead a little bit but it's you know body of work what do we see what's around them what does the coaching staff look like what does the organization look like is the organization in upheaval right so those are all things that we factor into this and not just this past season.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yes, there's Diaz. Crispy said Watson before suspension and injuries. Yeah, I mean... That was three years ago. I know, I know, that, but that I still have to have him ago. up there. I have to have... I'm more... I feel safer with Watson than I do with any of these other guys. I mean, you know, I, I, I can't guess. agree on the rust. Like, I think Russ is interesting, but... I'm not comfortable with Russ. I mean, if you had Russ or if you bought Russ last year for your championship run, he fucking didn't even make let it me, there because they didn't, you know, they wind up benching him. So does that can me, that situation somehow happen again? Like I, I just don't feel as safe with Russ, maybe as you do. Right, that's fair. Um, that's like fair. I feel safer with Aaron Rodgers. I feel safer. I don't even know if I feel safer with Kirk cousins, but the production that Kirk is going to give me on whatever team I'll take yeah. that one year of production. You know rather than trying to take I, the chance on maybe uh, maybe Russell Wilson but for me at least in this tier four Watson Bryce and Baker are like those main guys after that you can kind of mix up whatever the hell you want after that but for me at least like that's the three that I kind of like I, I like in this tier.
2: The the, the reason why I said I'm interested in Russ, I didn't say he was going to be all of a sudden a QB one again. I didn't say I don't want everybody to get their panties in a bunch, but I just said Russ is interesting because he did play well. And because if he goes to a team like Atlanta, like if he goes to Atlanta, I feel solid about how what he can be a high end QB two. That's what I said Deshaun Watson. Can he be can he be a productive quarterback? Sure. Do I need to see it because he hasn't been that since 2020? All right, so do do, do we not forget sure, that Deshaun Watson hasn't been productive in three years? Like, are we just all of a sudden forgetting that? So that's my biggest issue. Is I need to see Deshaun Watson get out there and play and be productive, right? So that's that's where I'm leaning with that. I'm just saying Russ is interesting from a standpoint if he goes to a team like Atlanta. I like that. I like those pieces, and I like him as a you know a, a QB too.
1: Sure. All right, let's get to some of the rookies here. Caleb, Caleb, for me, slots in at the end of Tier 2 for me right after Justin Herbert. Um, What do you think about Caleb? Where are you having him slotted? And same thing for you guys out there watching. Where are you having Caleb slotted? For me, I've got him slotted right after Justin Herbert here. It's
2: tough because he's probably going to go to a team – those top three teams, what does their situation look like? Right. If he goes to new England, you feel great about that? No, I don't. So it, it the, the, the tricky thing with the rookies is, is I think these guys belong somewhere in the tier three ish, just because we don't know what their situation is going to be. And I think that does matter a ton. Um, you know, see Bryce Young, right? We had Bryce Young a lot higher and we felt a lot better about him doing this last year, right? And now look where we have him because he went to a shitty situation that doesn't have any weapons and we feel a lot differently about Bryce Young right now than we did 365 days ago. So that's kind of where I'm going to have a little more restraint where I put these rookies ahead of guys that are, that have proven something in the NFL, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. So I would have Drake May kind of i mean caleb williams i would have him somewhere after brock purdy somewhere in that mid tier three range just because the situation is going to matter you know he could be a great quarterback but the situation is going to dictate how i truly feel about him
1: i can dig that at least in startups he's going to be going right after that uh that herbert ish Um, but you know what Caleb can do the, the upside that he has the age advantage that he has compared to some of these guys in the tier three is kind of why I have to slot him there at the end of tier two and just the value in general, all the hype and everything. Now, these other guys, I've got Jaden Daniels kind of sliding right in here at the top of tier three, and you could argue, um, Drake may as well. Or you could put again that that could change depending on like when these guys get drafted or what happens. But if Jaden Daniels and Drake May both get drafted in the top five, this is probably where you know you can slot them here. And you can argue to put May behind some of these guys as well. Um, but with Jaden Daniels, that upside I got to have him there um and like i said you can argue with may kind of anywhere in this third tier as well but i'm okay with all three of them you putting them in the third tier i mean that's fair that's fair as well you know you want to go with the proven talent over you know the young rookies but you know we see especially now the way like the market is one big game from any of these guys and with the age we see that's that that value just skyrocket up so um, depending how you want to play it and how you want to build your team, you know, would determine obviously who you kind of want to go with or where you want to slot them in. But as far as my rankings, this is kind of where I would have them slotted in. Yeah, and like I said, I just have some
2: trepidation on these rookies because the top three teams, like the Bears are the best situation in terms of talent that's around those top three teams. Now, if somebody trades up, you know, we can't really forecast what the Bears are going to do because we're not totally sure. But let's just assume that Caleb Williams goes to the Bears. I have him in the Tier 3. Like, I still have him in the Tier 3, you know, situation, probably behind Kyler and Jordan Love, man. Like, Jordan Love's only 25 years old. He's about to get he's about to get a contract like Jordan Love is going to be locked in. So that that talk about Jordan Love and we're not sure what's going to happen. Like he proved it. Jordan Love's in. So for me, those guys, all three of those guys, Caleb Williams, Drake May and Jaden Daniels are behind at least behind Jordan Love in my eyes, just because their situations, man, like New England is not going to be good offensively. Right. I don't care who you put back there um the the commanders right the commanders there's a lot of upheaval with the commanders right now now I do think whoever goes to I think whoever goes to the commanders could have some offensive potential and kind of be really solid because they do still have some talent there offensively but um, and then Caleb to the Bears, I think Caleb to the Bears is the best situation for a rookie coming in just because of the ancillary parts around them, and you know how they've kind of built that team. you got d j Moore you got Colkeman and don't forget the Bears have the one o nine as well, so they could go out there and get an o- uh, a Duna dunase and really yeah. set things up so Caleb to the bears, I can understand putting him at the back end or the front end of tier three um, I would still need to see it though because <laughs> The Bears don't have a good track record drafting quarterbacks and developing them, like I said. So see Justin
1: Fields. That's true. true. That is true. And the main thing, guys, with the value here is, you know, like I said, these rookie guys have a, a couple good games, if even that. I mean, and they're vaulted up way past some of these guys, just mainly based on age, right? um so you know if you're rebuilding if you're contending obviously there's going to be different situations on who you want to grab in startups right you're choosing the 101 the 102 the 103 the 104 right don't put names to these guys yet right especially if you're doing startups and you have to you know and you're drafting the the draft picks because you're going to have the rookie draft right and you're taking the 101 after you know Justin Herbert right doesn't mean that you have to take Caleb Williams, or don't just pencil it in like, all right, I'm definitely taking Caleb Williams, or I'm definitely taking Marvin Harrison, right? You have a whole draft that you've got to do to determine, you know, wh- which route that you want to go. And then you have just the value of that pick in general, you know, once it, like people go on teams, once we have the draft and everything and we know more, like things are going to change. For you sure. know, it, Drake May could fall in the draft and then very well he could be free all the way down here. <laughs> you know, Jaden Daniels oh. as well. I mean, we, we don't know what's going to happen. We have, we have I'll no be honest idea. with you. Now, obviously the Patriots isn't a great situation, but if these guys are as good as we think they are or as good as we're hyping them up to be, as or as good as the NFL is hyping them up to be, then you've got a nice young rookie quarterback and we like we've seen what Stroud did this year, not saying that any of these guys are going to do what Stroud did, but we see how <laughs> he vaulted all the way up in just one season. I was gonna say along the
2: lines, right? There's there's really two ways it can kind of go, right? Mm-hmm. It can go the CJ Stroud route, <laughs> or it can go the Bryce, Bryce Young route, yeah. right? Like <laughs> there's two real sure. ways that this can go. So uh, from your from the the overall philosophy of it, right? It, we're we're throwing dart darts at a dartboard at this particular moment in time, um, and I I think it's important to remember. But I, I'll be quite frank with you. Whoever goes to New England, I'm not feeling that like that situation is pretty damn bad. Um, But yeah, but if the point I was going to make before was if if a Drake may or a Jaden Daniels fall, that's actually a benefit in my eyes because they're probably going to teams that have some stability in place. Right. So that would actually make me feel better. If a if a, a Drake May or a Jaden Daniels fell, like if Jaden Dan- Daniels fell to Atlanta at eight, and I keep bringing up Atlanta because they need a quarterback. It feels like <laughs> it, it feels like they need that quarterback. So if Jaden Daniels fell to Atlanta, you like if Drake May fell to Atlanta, you really love that situation. You know, just cool. from a outside perspective looking in.
1: Facebook use actually brings up a good point here. Yeah. It's like last year we thought it the opposite, right? We thought Bryce Young was going into a better situation than than sure. Stroud was, and it actually it you know more. turned out to be the opposite. So we brought you know, that up. What if time. New England does go out there and 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 get a you know a big time wide receiver to go along with now their new quarterback? I mean, yeah. you know, Bill check's gone, right? So yep. you know, we're talking about a, a whole different regime uh, change. Yep. regime coming in. So you know, is that could that be a good thing? Yeah, it possibly can. And
2: that's that's totally fair. That's not something that, you know, I had um I had brought up. So that's totally fair. Belichick's not the GM anymore, right? So he's not anything anymore in New England. Um, so so that's a pretty, you know, good point on your end. But but just look at the talent that's on that team, right? The Mm -hmm. cupboard's pretty damn bare, you know, from a from a person and also that division they play in. Like that division that they play in is no joke with Miami, Buffalo and then obviously the Jets. So You know, that New England situation is going to be rough.
1: For sure. But, yeah, that's pretty much quarterback tiers here. Um, And these guys are – this is the range that they're going to be going in. But, you know, if you want to be on the more safe side of things, if you're, you know, worried about situations and stuff, like you could kind of put them behind Brock maybe. Like I'd be okay with that too. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't know, like Trevor, like uh, give me one of the fucking other guys. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, Justin Fields, man. Yeah, golf. Yeah, I mean he's he's solid, but you know, it's all about the value. It's all about the flexibility. It's all about mm-hmm. your league, right? You know, depending on your format, depending on your league mates, right? The people For that sure you play with. Is it uh, you know a more beginner kind of league? Is it more experienced kind of players? So there's a lot of things that, that matter here. How many starters is it? Yeah, no,
2: absolutely. I think, you know, I, I bring this up a lot because I think it is a big factor. I bring up the situations, right? I bring up the organizational structure. I bring up the coaching, you know, structure that's in place, all those different things, because that matters to me, right? In a situation, just take my my team, like the Packers, right? The, the organizational structure is good. Now, I didn't think love would be this good right I thought he would be solid. I said 12 to 15, you know, ish range and he turned out to be a little bit better than that. But yeah, man, I the draft is really gonna kind of sway me once that draft happens and we figure out where these guys go, then I could feel a little bit more better and, and can say, all right, Caleb's throwing to DJ Moore, Cole Komet, and Odunaze Like, all right, mm-hmm. give me some of that. You know <laughs> like really give me some of that. So um that's kind of my take on it.
1: True. Watson didn't play for two years, at least not football. Still only twenty eight. What is is he twenty nine, twenty eight? How old is uh somebody he's give us an age check on Watson? I think he's twenty nine now.
2: I got you. I got you. He, yeah, he's Rough
1: not that his... old, but
2: yeah, bro, his confidence. I mean, the the, the, the he's twenty eight now?
1: Yeah, so it will be twenty nine. Okay, yeah, all right. Not bad. Mm. That's why I still like him. They, they can't do nothing. They can't do nothing but play him. Uh, Jamie said, "What about Russ to the Steelers?" That's another one I heard Ooh, as well. That's... I like that. Mm-hmm. Wilson doesn't have a team. Played QB three plus to showing on a good team, good coach. So put up top twelve numbers. Russ was back in QB two on a good week. Russ was solid this season, but like I said, yeah, being that he wasn't on the squad, I mean. I know people lost big time or it hurt people big time. Like when he got yeah. benched, it hurt me yeah. in one of my in redraft league. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm there for it. My love. Yep. That's fair.
2: I'm not saying Russ is anything great. Like I said, but if he goes to a, a halfway decent situation, like, I think I Russ is
1: still viable. That's fair to Facebook user. Caleb is really the one-on-one in rookie tiers, but people have prospect fatigue. 102 is the pick to have this rookie fever season. I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Situation is going to be just as bad. We don't know what the situation is going to be right now. Right now, we're just going off of... uh, of a talent and what kind of what the NFL is thinking at the moment, or at least what we're hearing. Um, but again, you know these things are gonna are gonna change. Of course, once we get to the season, we'll do you know we'll do rankings again. I mean, we've still got a long way, a long way till then. But appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Feels to Atlanta. That yeah, we've heard that as well. We've heard that as well. Yeah, I saw I saw Stroud fall in a few in a few drafts, and then went once Young went, you know, went first pick, that kind of just automatically vaulted up. There were people taking
2: a Rich over Stroud.
1: Yeah, there were people taking a Rich over even Bryce too. I always say a Rich yeah. was going one on one in a few leagues. Yep. Nope. Hmm. Even the hungry players looking for a new pay. New contract. Yeah, I mean problem is they got they got no choice but to play the guy, so
2: yeah, he's he's not going anywhere with that, that contract.
1: Falcons no drafting Brock Bowers. No oh way.
2: I you know what? Diaz, I'm not mad at that because the, the Falcons do things we don't expect them to do. We didn't expect them to draft mm. B
1: Got the one one. QB's aren't the best. Love, Watson, Jones, Mac Jones. Yeah, I'd definitely be Going QB there, yeah, for sure. Get yourself to QB.
2: Lock that bitch in.
1: Show. Sure. Man, I love this. Damn, was that long? I think that was longer than expected. Throw it, went by I think quick. We started. It, we started it earlier than usual, too.
2: It went by quick. I look at my thing; it's eleven thirty. I'm like, God damn, that went by that fast. But I think because it's such, like you said, once you get past that really tier two, then you could really start having a lot of fun with. It. Even in tier two, you can start kind of cool. really tossing things, you know, tossing it around and see see where guys are are, are falling. But <clears throat> I I love this
1: kind of shit right here. Sure. Yeah, before we hop off, guys, appreciate everybody coming on. Uh drop any last questions that you guys have uh in the comments there. Go Niners, TS. So, uh, nah, no, come on, DS. Go Chiefs, Diaz. baby. Who got is DS's one... favorite team? Do we know? He's a niner he's a niner fan. Yeah. Oh, get out of here with that garbage. Both soccer. So he's got the one eight. Hoping one of these top sevens slipped to me. Yeah, there kind of is a tear break after like the top seven, pretty much almost. because mm-hmm. um, you've got what, Caleb, you've got May, Jaden Daniels, Marvin Harrison and neighbors in no particular order. And Brock then you've Bauer. got like Odunze and Oduinze Bowers. Day. And yeah. then it's kind of nah. that's kind of the board. like that's kind of where it where it stops off basically after the 107. So you know, hopefully one of those guys fall to you. I don't know if you want to move up or maybe you know try and trade that pick or put put uh, put together some type of package with that pick. But yeah, skull. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Oh no. yeah, no Thomas. No. Okay, yeah Thomas. We'll see what happens there. But this, it, Brian Thomas, yeah, you can make Skoll. the uh, argument for him to be that wide receiver four ish. For sure. His name is boring as fuck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We get any more skull comments in here? Skull, baby. You're banned. No. no. (laughs) (laughs) I got, where's Marty at? Marty, bowl soccer, let's go. We got the Vikings up in here tonight. Not now. Well, that doesn't even think, bother me. I don't think we got any of our Packer. I don't think we got any of our Packer guys out here. Tonight. Doesn't
2: matter. You only need the one that is one of the hosts of the show. That's na, all you na, need, the- baby. That's all. <laughs> I carry the torch.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, shout out, to, um, to, right? shout out to um, shout out to Huss and the, uh, the Wafers League. I I I won number three. I think it was. I think whatever the Wafers number three was, and I got this cool little. This fucking sweater. I'm trying to fucking... That is dope. I actually Boom. noticed it. I couldn't wafer, see it. Wafer, Yeah, so it's rolling loud. Wafers, Los Angeles. And then on the back, oh, that's it sick. says, take flight, Los Angeles. That's pretty sick. Boom. So, yeah. Shout out to Huss and uh, guys over at Wafers.
2: That's a dope That's a dope sweater. I like that. Which
1: I think was Doe, I think was his name. My boy Doe. Who do you guys think is winning the Super Bowl? I'm going Chiefs. I'm yeah, a I'm a Mahomes guy. I'm a Chiefs guy. Just... The 49ers are so
2: fucking lucky to even be in this position. Don't get me started.
1: They should have lost. Yeah, two they weeks are ago. fucking lucky to be in that. They should have lost last position. week. I mean, or a couple days ago. That IU catch should have been a pick. I mean fucking Campbell with his fucking shenanigans I mean I love that he's just fucking wants to go for the kill but I mean fuck man like these points against a team like that like it's like fuck man I know you just want to go for the kill and you look like a genius if you get it and you look dumb as fuck if you don't so I mean Bagala
2: and I argued about this for an hour and a half yesterday on the goddamn phone and I just bro at when you're up two scores, and you have a chance to go up three scores, you take that in that Mm -hmm. point in the game. I understand he's been doing that all season. I understand, et cetera, et cetera. You go up three scores and you play the rest of the game out. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm taking Kansas City. I I think Kansas City, I think it was two and a half for San Francisco, two and a half point favorite. I haven't looked at it. Um, I believe the number went down. A lot of people are buying the Chiefs right now. I think it yeah, two points now. So it was I think it was down to one and a half. I think it opened up at two and a half. A lot of people bought up the Chiefs. Um went down to one and a half, I believe. It's up to two. 49ers are two point favorite. I'm taking Kansas City uh, at this point. But I could I could see San Francisco winning. It's not like they're not a good team. I'm not trying to say that, but they were ripe for the picking the last couple of games. Jaden Reed, yeah. Jaden Reed. My man, Jaden Reed.
1: Are you catch was P.I. anyways. Was it P.I.? So I had asked Bagala about that. I don't remember.
2: He said they picked up the flag because I saw the flag come out and I was like, oh, it's pass interference anyway. So they're going to get the ball at the two yard line, whatever the case was. He said they picked up the flag, so it wouldn't have been pass interference. But I don't remember that exact
1: exchange.
2: Yeah,
1: She's for 18 against the run. Yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to a lot more than just fucking defense here. So it's a Super Bowl. Yeah, listen, I,
2: I, you can. Th- I don't want to say throw the stats sure. out the window, but man, it's at this point, yeah, it's hard cool. to bet against Mahomes. Like it's, it's really hard. And Brock Purdy hasn't been great. Like he hasn't been great. So take that for for what you will. If San Francisco wins the game, am I going to be surprised? No. Mm. But I, i I'm going to pick the Chiefs.
1: So it's on sending 102 Higgins and Dell for Tyreek and CMC for Tyreek and see a super flex win. Now roster uh, super flex. Uh, I can't do this for super flex. The 102 Higgins and Dell for Tyreek and CMC. No, uh, I can't do that.
2: I think I'm agreeing with you. As much as, as much as Tyreek and CMC are going to do damage for you next season, that 102 is
1: a fucking you get a boatload for that. I mean, as much as I love Tyreek and CMC, I don't know if I want to give up all of that with the 102. Like, I'm not giving up the 102 with it. If you want to give up Higgins and Dell? I can live with that, but the 102, I think, is just too much because of what that is or what that could be or the flexibility you might have with that. It might win you a championship this
2: year, but you're going to be left hanging on the back end.
1: I mean, if you just got assets to spare, if your team is that good, I mean, I guess, but I don't necessarily love it, Ryan. Purdy's been lucky in the playoffs, yeah. A few drops in toes, made some big plays, but been damn lucky too, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, listen, I was a, I don't want to say Purdy hater, but yeah, I guess you could say kind of. I was a Purdy hater, um, but I just think he is what he is. Like he's not great, but he's just good enough. Like, and he made, like, he's smart. Like he ran the ball a few times. Mm-hmm. And he made a yep. few really big plays, and you know, credit yep. to him for that. But. You know, Detroit fucked up like big time. I mean, they stopped running the football. I mean, you know, the turnovers and, and bad calls and plays and you know, everything went in the in the 49ers favor. So, I mean, you know, hats off to the Niners and um and Purdy. Gotta give them one the flowers, se- I guess. One- but hey, things could have been very different for the 49ers this play you know, these playoffs. So, one thousand
2: percent. Well, listen, Bagla and I talked about this is that sometimes the ball just bounces your way. Like, see that Brandon Ayuk play. Sometimes the fucking football just bounces your way. It's that simple. Um, Are the 49ers a great team? Yeah, they're a great team. They have a lot of great players. You know, they were in that NFC championship game last year. They're in the Super Bowl now. They're a great team, no doubt about it. But they have not played like a great team. Their defense is a little concerning because Jordan Love had a really good game against them. Aaron Jones ran all over them. And then they were, you know, they were giving up some chunk plays against Detroit. So that defense for San Francisco is a little bit concerning um, for me.
1: True. The Lions should have put that shit away. Like they they were up, what, 14, 17, was it? 17 at half. Like, they had it, and they just literally folded apart. And that Ayuk play was big um, also because that brought them within, I think, seven, right?
2: When they, when Dan Campbell was up 14 and went for it on fourth down, so, instead of going up three possessions, said, that was yep. the turning point in the yep, game. Yep, 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 yep. Because San Francisco said, we got him." Yep. And they Green went right Bay down and scored a touchdown. They
1: shouldn't even went past even y'all, I don't think. Like, I, they, like y'all should have beat I, them. Like, they should have been knocked heart. out already. And then we're we'll having a whole different convo about Purdy at that point. <laughs>
2: and a whole different convo about Jordan Love. That's true, too. So, That's true but listen, true. I'm not going to say credit to the 49ers because they've been a thorn in my team side for a long time. But they're a great team. There's no doubt about it. But they could
1: have easily been beaten the last two weeks. And Jamie brings up a good point uh, for Ryan here. You know, like you said, might win you a championship, but if it doesn't, if shit Crazy hits the fan, yep. you're ruining the future. So, and that we for don't sure. want to do, for sure. You know that we don't want to do. Josh and the Brent Basket Rentals, that fuck, uh, man, two big drops, right? Yep. He is way better than Jimmy G. He's better than Jimmy I G. I give, give him. I give him that. I give him that. I agree. Yeah. Tom Brady and Brock Purdy Yeah, I mean I'm not going to go that far but mm, Early on I mean Brock
2: Purdy's more Athletic than Tom Brady but yeah, In that's terms true. of being able to run around And you know he doesn't have the pocket awareness but in terms Of you know being able to scramble like we Saw against the Lions Brock Purdy Has the edge there but I mean let's I don't want to go that far just yet Do I see Brock Purdy throwing 50 touchdowns I do not
1: But all right, y'all, we're about to hop off hop off of here. Appreciate everybody coming out. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. But yeah. And we got two weeks to the Super Bowl. There's no football uh, next week. Yeah, no, there's not. There's not. All right, peace, y'all.
0: You ready, Jim? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother.
1: Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Hustlin' Put my shoes on you yeah, wouldn't last a mile Summertime, time I mind.
2: got to bring I'm the chef, on the champ, on the G of the lamp so this is the gift I was given, so I just live out my hustle. Please, please, please. It's all about the Benjamin's baby. Uh-huh, yeah. It's all about the Benjamin's baby. Uh-huh, yeah. It's all about
3: the Benjamin's baby. Uh-huh, yeah. I uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. yeah.
2: a- me put in my pocket, it don't make sense, but don't
0: make
2: a profit. So the hustle, ladies and homies.